Acts chapter 17. The text for tonight is the verse 11. Regarding those in Berea, we're told they were more noble than those in Thessalonica. In that, what was it that made Paul describe them as being noble? More noble than they than those in Thessalonica. In that, they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. It was a man called Rufus McDaniel who penned the words What a wonderful change my life has been wrought since Jesus came into my heart. I have light in my soul for which long I have sought since Jesus came in to my soul. The truth of those words was certainly seen and could be seen in the life of the Philippian jailer. A wonderful change in his life was wrought that night in that jail there in Philippi. A man who had showed no sympathy for the beaten and bloodied Paul and Silas but thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks Acts 16 verse 24 but then as we said that night a wonderful change was wrought in that man's life that was because the Lord Jesus had come into his life. The Lord Jesus had saved his soul. The Lord Jesus had come into his heart. Paul had told him, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. Well, that night, that man was saved. And he became a new creature in Christ Jesus. And that night the jailer was saved and his salvation was evident immediately it was evident the man had been changed by the power of God because as we read there in the chapter 16 and verse 33 and he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes and was baptized he and all his straightway and when he had brought them into his house he set meat before them and rejoiced believing in God with all his house what a change had been wrought in this man's life from casting Paul and Silas into prison without a thought for their wounds and what they were suffering now since he believed in the Lord Jesus Christ what did he do he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes and then brought them into his house and set meat before them that was the change that had been wrought in the jailer's life then following that Paul and Silas made their way to Thessalonica and the two missionaries upon reaching Thessalonica preached unto them Jesus chapter 17 verse 3 and the truth of the gospel of Christ there in Thessalonica arrested many and saved them and again the evidence of the conversion was clear to be seen first of all 
we look at verse 4 of chapter 17 and some of them believed and consorted with Paul consorted consorted with Paul and Silas what does that mean? it means they joined themselves that's what the word means they joined themselves to Paul and Silas that's evidence that new life had begun in their lives they wanted to be associated with God's people immediately when someone gets saved no they don't want to go back to the old haunts and the old worldly friends they want to make new friends with God's people and God's servants and that's what those in Thessalonica did they consorted with Paul and said they joined themselves with them they showed their allegiance to God's servants and to the word the gospel that they had preached but that wasn't all that wasn't all <coughs> because when persecution arose against the two preachers what did the new converts do look at verse 10 and the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea brethren who were the brethren the brethren were those who had just got saved through the ministry of Paul and Silas now they're called brethren and they showed their support for Paul and Silas they joined themselves to them now they show their support for them because there was a threat upon their lives by the Thessalonian Jews, the unbelieving Jews and what do we read and the brethren immediately sent away Paul and said they didn't want anything to happen to them, sent them away by night there surely was evidence of a change in the lives of those who had been the, uh, had been converted reminds us of the words of Paul later in his letter to the Galatians in Galatians 6 and verse 10 as we have therefore opportunity let us do good unto all men especially unto them who are of the household of faith let us do good unto all men especially unto them who are of the household of faith well there <coughs> these new converts were learning quickly weren't they they were learning fast and they were doing good unto two men of the household of faith they didn't want anything to happen to them and so they immediately sent away Paul and Silas <coughs> so the two men two missionaries left Thessalonica and we're told again in that verse 10 these he sent Paul and Silas by night unto Berea unto Berea the coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews so they left Thessalonica and they began a new chapter in their missionary service and neighbors and they ministered to a very different type of people in Berea than those <coughs> whom they ministered to in Thessalonica that's what we're told they were more noble than those in Thessalonica they ministered to a people that evidently had a hunger for God's word a hunger for God's word for these were more noble than those in Thessalonica and that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so they had a hunger for the word oh that we all might be like those in Berea that we all would have a hunger for the word as we look then at those in Berea 
let us first of all look at those who rejected the word of God we'll be looking primarily tonight at the Bereans and their hunger for the word and they accepted the word but let us first of all consider those who rejected the word of God because of persecution in Thessalonica the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night on the Berea there we have their departure their departure from Thessalonica their departure they departed from Thessalonica because the Jews which believed not we're told stirred up <coughs> opposition they were opposed to the message that Paul and Silas had preached there in Thessalonica of course the saviour when he sent out his disciples he told them this is what you may expect opposition persecution those who will not like what you preach we have that over in Matthew's gospel look at Matthew 10 Matthew 10 verse 14 the Lord Jesus said and whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words when ye depart out of the house or city shake of the dust of your feet verily I say unto you it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city go down to verse 22 and ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake boy is not true today hated hated of all men for my name's sake but he that endureth to the end shall be saved but when they persecute you in this city flee you into another for verily I say unto you ye shall not have gone over the cities of Israel till the son of man be come persecution the Lord told them to say, you'll be healed you'll be healed of all them for my name's sake well here Paul and Silas certainly experienced that they were healed <coughs> by the unbelieving Jews they didn't want the gospel they didn't want anybody to preach the gospel and they hated Paul and Silas even more when they learned that some of the Jews had believed and received the Lord as Saviour. Do you know something? When Paul departed from Thessalonica, he never went back. He never returned to Thessalonica. Yes, even though a church was formed there and Paul wrote two letters to the church in Thessalonica but Paul himself never returned you know there's a warning there reminds us of the Lord Jesus in some places the Lord went to and he never returned He went to the land of Gadara. He made a once only trip to Gadara. <coughs> and you recall when he got out of the boat? Legion. That's how he was known. Because he was possessed of a legion of devils. Ram fell down before him. And the Lord saved Legion that day. And cast the devils out and the people of Gadara came to the Lord and we read they prayed him to depart out of their coast it's hard to take in that isn't it 
they prayed him to depart well the Lord answered their prayer because he departed and he never returned to the land of Gadara he was never back again they didn't want him there but you know something the Lord will never stay where he's not wanted he'll never stay where he's not wanted and he wasn't wanted in Gadara and he never went back that's a solemn warning for sinners they reject Christ and by their behaviour and their actions they're praying the Lord to depart leave them, leave me alone well for those sinners the Lord may just leave them alone and never return to them again as I say the Lord will never stay where he's not wanted as well as their departure Paul and Silas we have their destination we're told that they came by night unto Berea Berea was a small town it was regarded as a kind of an out of the way town it was about 60 miles southwest of Thessalonica travel 60 miles they came to Berea and going to a small place like Berea an out of the way place was rather like the Lord what the Lord did in his public ministry for we read in Mark 6 and verse 56 and whithersoever he entered Christ into villages or cities or country so the Lord not only ministered in the cities he ministered in the villages the out of the way places and even went out into the country and ministered the word so the Lord didn't confine his ministry to the busy cities but he went to the small villages the out of the way places and even out into the country but here's Paul and Silas and they go into this out of the way place called Berea why? because there were souls there need to hear the gospel the Lord went into villages because there were souls that needed to hear the gospel he went into the country areas wildernesses to bring the gospel to those that never heard but just as God saved souls in Thessalonica so God moved and saved souls in Berea as well it's always a marvel uh, to me when you think of the likes of Paul and Silas say going to Berea going to a place that never heard the gospel and we're told there were souls saved there what does that tell us? God has his elect there in Berea. They were there. They had been chosen by God before the foundation of the world. And all they needed was someone to bring the gospel to them. Or how shall they hear without a preacher? It's a wonder. It's a great marvel. You never know where God's elect are. You never know who you're speaking to can be one of God's elect and all they need is for you to tell them their need of Christ tell them about the Lord well that's what the Paul and Silas did when they went to Berea they entered into the synagogue and they preached the word unto them and just as they say God moved in Thessalonica so he did in Berea 
They chased Paul and Silas out of Thessalonica. And they went to Berea. It's rather like you have a fire burning outside somewhere. And it's time to put out the fire. And you maybe beat it down to dampen the flames and put out the fire. But a spark goes from that fire somewhere else. And that spark starts another fire. That's what happened here. And Pencil and Nika, they're trying to put out the fire. But another fire started in Berea. Paul and Silas, they were that spark. You see, you cannot extinguish the gospel of Christ. You can't extinguish the word of God. As those in Thessalonica and elsewhere sought to do. So we have their departure from Thessalonica. We have their destination. They went to Berea. And then you have their desire. If the gospel fire could not be extinguished, then the fire that burned in the hearts of Paul and Silas was not going to be extinguished either. They didn't go to Berea and sit down and feel sorry for themselves. No. Once they arrived in Berea, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. No sooner had they arrived in Berea than we read, they entered the synagogue of the Jews in verse 10. That's where Paul and Silas wanted to be. That's where they desired to be. What the Philippians had done to Paul and Silas, what the Thessalonians had done to Paul and Silas didn't dampen their zeal and certainly didn't put out the gospel fire because there is Paul and Silas and they leave Philippi and preach the gospel in Thessalonica they leave Thessalonica and preach the gospel in Berea and they go on into the synagogue of the Jews synagogue of the Jews because you see Paul had a great burden for the Jews he did he wanted to bring the gospel to his brethren according to the flesh that's the Jews even though it was the Jews it mainly opposed him. The assembly increased his burden for them. And somebody opposes the gospel that you're giving to individuals and they oppose it. That ought to increase your burden for them. Not discourage you to a point where you don't give them the gospel anymore. No, it should work the opposite direction have a greater burden for those who oppose the word that you give them and Paul certainly felt that way because even though it was primarily the Jews wherever he went was the Jews who opposed him yet this is, this is what Paul said I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart for my brethren the Jew for my brethren and my kinsmen according to the flesh that was the burden Paul had then any wonder once he got to Berea he went immediately into the synagogue there and he said in Romans 10 and verse 1 <coughs> my heart's desire 
and prayer to God for Israel is, that's the truth, for Israel is that they might be saved. And so believer, whose salvation are you praying for? Don't give up. Take a leaf out of Paul's book, as it were. Paul didn't give up. It was the Jews that chased him from pillar to post, as it were. But he still had a burden for them. And he still prayed for them. My prayer, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Paul went on praying. No matter how much he had been persecuted and chased from village to town and city. And so, believer, don't give up. Don't quit. Pray on, like Paul. Pray on. Pray on. And God will honor those prayers. So we have considered those who rejected the word of God. That leads us now to consider those who received the word of God. And that is those in Korea. The apostle's steadfastness in the gospel was greatly rewarded in Berea. Look here tells us, first of all, about the people. Tells us about the people. The verse 11. These were more noble. That's the people. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica. That draws a comparison between the Jews of Thessalonica and the Jews of Berea. And we are told why the Bereans were more noble. They received the word with all readiness of mind. That's why. The word noble here means well born. Of good birth. That tells us something about the individual people themselves. The word is used here in relation to how the people responded to the word. You read those words carefully in the verse 11. These were no more noble than those in Thessalonica in that. That's why they were called noble. In that they received the word with all readiness of mind. That's why they were called noble. That was the contact of being called noble. In that and that they received the word with all readiness of mind. Unlike Jews and Paul and Barnabas administered to minister the gospel to in Acts 13 verse 46 they're ready to stone them because they preached the gospel. But those of the Berean Jews some at least didn't put the word didn't put the word from them but received the word with all readiness of mind we can learn from the Bereans can't we received the word with all readiness of mind take that word readiness receive the word with all readiness of mind that word readiness means eagerness <coughs> like a hungry man receiving food or a thirsty man receiving cold water that's how the Bereans received the word. 
They eagerly received the word. They received the word with all eagerness. Like those who were hungering for the word. Those who were ready to drink in the word. That's how they received the word. I know in one of our churches, I know a man, and always used to smile, as it were, and the word was priest. The sitting glued to the pulpit. And his mouth would drop open. Just taking it all in. Didn't matter what was going on around him. He was with great eagerness receiving the word as if he was saying preacher give it to me preacher give me the word he received the word with eagerness oh believer let us receive the word as the Bereans received with eagerness readiness of mind give me the word Give me the word. So they were noble because of the way they received the word. You have the people, and then you have their practice. Not only did the Berean Jews receive God's word with great eagerness of mind, but we are told that they search the scriptures daily whether those things were so remember it was the Old Testament scriptures and the boys are going about today telling us all the Old Testament's out of date now we don't don't study the Old Testament but the Bereans did and it benefited them greatly and so they searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. Verse 11. They, did, they didn't just receive the word. They didn't just receive it as it were out of hand. But they went to the scriptures. And they opened the book as it were. Or the scroll. And they studied the word for themselves. To find out what Paul was saying. Is it true? Is it true what he was saying? And they searched the scriptures to see if those things were true or not. What a wonderful example those Berean Jews set us. They were hearing something which they'd never heard before. And as I say, they didn't just accept it out of hand. No. They went to the Word. To find out more. And to study the Word for themselves. That was the Bereans. They went to the Word. You know, as the days go by and the weeks and months and years go by, we're always hearing something. Something new, isn't that right? Always somebody coming up with something. A great revelation regarding the Word of God. And of course, they'll always get people who will run after them. But what should be done every time? Let's go to the scriptures and see what they're saying, if it's true or not. Let's examine the word. We are to be, of course, students of the word. Second Timothy 2 and verse 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman. Ah, there it is. It'll be a workman when it comes to studying the word. A workman that is not needed not to be a ship rightly dividing the word of truth 
So every Christian should be a student of the Word. Whatever we are told, we ought to search the Scriptures daily whether those things are true. Yes, even from this pulpit. When we preach the Word, there ought to be a follow-up from the congregation a follow up and to study that word at home to go over that word again and to examine the truths and have been said it but look that's not all because we're told they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures it doesn't finish there Search the scriptures daily. Daily. Didn't just open the word on that day that Paul preached and as it were closed the book and that was it. No. They searched the scriptures and they did so daily. And we have a love for the word. That's the test. If we have a love for the word, we'll be in the word daily. We'll be searching the scriptures daily. We'll be studying the scriptures daily. Remember the saying of Job? And what the word of God meant to him. Job. I have esteemed. The words of thy mouth. More. Than my necessary food. I have esteemed the words of thy mouth. More. Than my necessary food. Job 23 verse 12. So let us be like the Bereans. Receive the word with all readiness or with eagerness of mind and search the scriptures daily. So we have learned something about the people and then about the practice and then you have the prophets. We see how the Bereans profited from hearing the word and then studying the word. How did they profit? Well, verse 12. Therefore many of them believed. There's the prophet. Also of honor of women, which were Greeks, and of men not a few. How Paul's ministry was blessed. It would be great to have a ministry like that. There's Paul and he preaches the word and many are saved. And the Bereans profited from the word. They heard the word. They studied the word. They searched the word. And it led to their salvation. They readily received the word preached and it did profit them unto salvation. Paul in his epistle to the Hebrews <coughs> speak to those or speak about those who heard the word and it preached them but it didn't profit at all. Hebrews 4 verse 2 For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them but the word preached did not profit them <coughs> not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. heard it 
didn't profit them. They didn't take it in. They didn't receive the truth by faith. And here we see once again the sovereignty and the providence of God. Paul and Silas driven out of Thessalonica and they go to Berea and they preach the same gospel and souls are saved there. As we said, the spark of the gospel arrived in Berea and the fire burned there. The fire of the gospel and souls were saved there. And Paul and Silas go 60 miles to an insignificant place like Berea and preach the gospel and souls there are saved. right we do know all things work together for good to them that love the Lord to those that are called according to his purpose and there he preached to a people who received the word with great eagerness took it in how do we receive the word as it is preached every Sabbath day let us be like the Bereans and as it were just drink in the word receive it with eagerness give me the word let me hear the word tell me more preach the word to me after considering those who rejected the word of God and then those who received the word of God that leads us to those who resented the word of God the planet M about they resent the word of God once again we see that when the Lord blesses the preaching of the word to the salvation of souls Satan always responds. Verse 13. But when the Jews of Berea, no, when the Jews of Thessalonica heard what had taken place, what did they do? They came to stir up the people. But when the Jews of Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of God was preached to Paul and Berea, they came thither also and stirred up the people. They have the protagonists, troublemakers. This is interesting. And it says the Jews of Thessalonica when they had knowledge that the word of God was preached of Paul and Berea came thither. They were willing to travel 60 miles in an attempt to stop the apostle preaching the gospel isn't that amazing maybe it's not so amazing that these Thessalonians would be prepared to travel 60 miles just to oppose the preaching of the word I tell you the enemies of the gospel will no, not hesitate to go out of their way to oppose the preaching of Christ and the preaching of the gospel. They'll not hesitate to go out of their way. Well, the Jews in Thessalonica certainly went out of their way. They went 60 miles out of their way to try and stop Paul and Silas from preaching. Well, now, and the unbelieving Jews of Thessalonica went out of their way to prevent 
the preaching of the gospel should that not stir us up to be prepared to go out of our way to bring the gospel to somebody and some soul who needs to hear you think of our missionaries they go out of their way don't they <clears throat> the Lord bless them they go out of their way far from home to tell a people to reach a people and to tell them about the Lord Jesus Christ the one who is mighty to save there you have the protagonist and you have the preaching did you notice that in that verse 13 but when the Jews of Thessalonica had noticed <coughs> that the word of God was preached that's what stirred them up that's what got them mad when they heard that the word of God was preached that's what got them mad and they went 60 miles to stir up the people against Paul and Simon why? because he preached the word you read through the Gospels. <coughs> and you look at the opposition that the Saviour faced. Primarily from the Pharisees. It didn't matter where the Lord went to. Pharisees were there. Oh no, they hadn't gone there to profit anything they had gone there to be to criticize they had gone there to wherever the Lord preached to condemn as we read in Luke chapter 5 and there in verse 17 and it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law look at the words sitting by which were come out of every town of Galilee Judea and Jerusalem and the power of the Lord was present to heal them but it didn't benefit them or profit them why? Because they're only there sitting by. Just sitting there. And notice, out of every time, time of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And all they did was just to sit by. Listen to the Lord's word to try and catch them out. to hear him say something that they could condemn him for well we know they're wasting their time for never man spake like this man but these Pharisees were only sitting by no the word preached did not profit them at all they were not there to profit from the word you know it's no wonder in their well known words spoken by Paul to Timothy when Paul told Timothy Timothy preach the word but he didn't stop there preach the word be instant in season out of season that means preach it whether people like it or not preach it whether you get support or not the instant in season, out of season. Don't be a man, Paul was saying. Don't be a man. He just wants to please the people. Be a man who wants to please God. And certainly, that's who Paul was. And he went from Thessalonica and he went to Berea and he entered the synagogue 
and he preached the word unto them and these were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scripture daily whether those things were so a hunger for the word a hunger for the word being enthusiastic wanting to hear more of the word may the Lord make us like the Bereans and the Lord bless the word through our hearts tonight let's follow the prayer oh our dear Lord we pray that would grant us that same eagerness the Bereans have regarding thy truth, thy word they received it with eagerness of mind they may be those who search the scriptures daily so Lord bless this word to hearts this evening use it Lord to thy glory in the lives of those who hear <coughs> and oh dear Lord bless us tonight as we leave the Lord's house bless all who have joined us this evening make every one of us students of the word workmen that need not be ashamed our Lord, we commit ourselves to thee once more. Lord, keep us healthy and well and safe. May the hand be upon us throughout this week. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide and remain with us now and forevermore. The Lord's great name we pray. Amen.